Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, everybody. This is exciting. This is exciting. I'm ready to... Just muted the microphone, my bad. <laughs> All right, ready to get back in, uh, into the action, into the fold. I've been wanting to do a live stream, so I recently got one of the best microphones I've probably ever owned in my life. I needed it <laughs> because I was tired of getting close to the mic. This is one of those I can actually stay a, dis a decent distance from and still be able to get a message across, a point across, and... It's just kind of relaxing. I'm just adjusting the lighting real quick. Seeing what we could do here. Yeah, that works. That's good lighting. Um, so if you're joining me on the YouTube channel, if you're joining me on the podcast, of course the podcast is released later. Um, the podcast version, the audio, stripped audio version of this is released later, but that's okay. I'm just excited. Um, so I really want to talk about what's going on in the overall economy, just everything that's going on in general. So mainly inflation, this is the thing. What we're seeing is a huge problem. And this isn't talked about as much. Inflation data basically says it's 5.2%, maybe even 5.8%. It's really tough to say in the consumer price index. The problem is there's too much money printing. When you print too much money, you devalue the currency. Our currency is so heavily devalued, it's almost criminal. So the stock market, for instance, the value of those companies will go up in time. But it's wild. Sorry. Oh, okay, that's the sound of the computer. Okay, sorry, I was here trying to pinpoint where the sound was coming from. It looks like it's from my computer. This thing really, uh, this new microphone I have picks up a lot of sound. It's really incredible, I love it. And just testing out a couple. Yeah, that's fine. I also have noise suppression, so if there's any loud noises, it all be able to cancel it all out. But the but the truth is the reason I'm doing this show today is just to get the point across that as a society, we're going down a bit of a shithole because our debt I think the term is the debt to GDP. It's like one hundred forty percent. We are a country of debt and it's getting pretty ridiculous. So when you become a country of debt, when it's nothing but debt, there's a problem. And when you continue to print money as if it's, you know, as if it's like sticky notes, the value goes down over time. When there's too much of anything, the value goes down. The buying power goes down. That's why I tell everybody, never save money. Especially since the government prints so much money, saving money is actually a bad thing. I would say, and some people advise against it, but I really do admit, just investing in great companies, for instance, is better than holding onto the dollar. Um, 
mainly because the dollar's value goes down over time. Um, if, it, if there's a good company, you know, you can at least, you know, take full advantage of it. So it's, a, it's pretty cool, though. But, yeah, you, 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 you can't just save money. Saving money is terrible. It's, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that just degrades over time. So, what I tell everybody just to make sure they're safe, you know, invest in something, gold, silver, I don't really care what you invest in, just nothing but money, just something that's backed by real natural value. Uh, the one thing people don't take into account is natural value, and this is a concept I've kind of, I don't know if it's a concept people are aware of, but I call it natural value. Gold and silver, for instance, have a natural value, right? And they're usually measured by the U.S. dollar. That's fine. And, but the thing is, as we print more money, you know, things cost more because the value of what's out there hasn't changed, but the value of the dollar has changed. So we got ourselves what's, uh, what you would like to call, what you could call uh, a devalue crisis where there just isn't any real value. Take, I'll try to do an experiment, everybody. Yeah, I noticed when the microphone's a little too close to this. Let me push this back a little bit. The problem is this microphone picks up way too much sound. Hold on. Testing, testing, testing. Thank you guys for taking the time to put up with this part of the podcast. Videocast. Anyway, I'm pretty sure the noise suppression will be fine. I'll have to check out the video later after I'm done. Um, the point I'm trying to make for everybody to, I'm trying to make to everybody here is, um, be smart with your money. Look, we're, we're going through, we're going to be going through some really troubled times. Uh, there's definitely going to be a recession. Look, I don't know when the timetables are. It could be 2023, could be 2022. I don't know yet. To be quite honest with you, I just don't know when this recession will happen. But mark my words, it's the, the catalyst. In, in the, honestly, the next recession is up to the Fed. If the Fed continues to make it easy to borrow money with low interest rates, there will be no recession. But if the Fed raises the interest rate even by 1%, we got ourselves a problem. And, and people need to realize this. So it, it's a tricky situation. It honestly is. Hold on, adjusting the volume. I didn't realize how much this thing picked up until I like started like that. I'm lucky I've got the noise suppression. See, the thing is with a microphone like this, it does pick up quite a bit, but the noise suppression, I have it on high quality. So that way, as it goes through, it definitely uses more processing power just for all you nerds out there like myself who just want to know more about like the technicalities of a microphone. It's the Blue Yeti microphone. I love this thing. Uh, this might be one of the best mics I have personally ever owned, and I am so happy to own it, but I'm sure it's all plugged in. Anyway, though, the whole goal here, and, and um, in many ways, it, I just kind of want to, you know, reiterate that saving money is a bad idea. Just don't do it. Um, if there's any other advice I could give, at least in this instance, it would be... Well, I mean, definitely, like I said, just invest. 
hell, anything is better than any, invest in just about anything at this point. Um, just because with rising interest rates, you're going to need to be protected from massive inflation. So and massive inflation is real. So you got to keep that. But outside of it, though, if, if you just, you know, and I want everybody to just play the game as intelligently as possible, you know. But, uh, yeah. I think, though, um, I think I actually might have to take out the trash today. Tonight, at least. So that way it's taken. But anyway. The point is, though, I want to get uh, the reason I have this show to begin with is to get people's money right, to get people's lives right. Sure, I don't like to make money from the show, obviously, like any red blood American, but uh, the goal is to also help where I can. So I still think everybody should use the 30, 70 or it can honestly, it's not it's not really a rule. It's more like a guideline, as my boy Jack Sparrow would say so. We got 30-70 rule. So you can use the 30-70 to the 60-40. Just depends on how you want to do this. Now, I firmly believe, and this sounds counterintuitive based on the argument I was making, you want to keep a sizable amount of cash in your brokerage account. I still make this as a simple example. I'll go over this. I went over this in my last video, but I'll go over it one more time. Let, let's keep the math really, really simple super simple to the point where it's just like way too easy so you got ten dollars and that's all you got in this scenario right you put the ten dollars in your brokerage account that's good now what you do is you either take the 60 40 or the 30 70 rule it's totally up to you totally subjective rule you can even go differently you don't have to do these ratios but all i ask is that you keep a decent amount remaining in the cash as pure buying power Right? Let's pretend in this scenario, stocks are all incredibly cheap, right? 50 cents or a dollar. That's not possible in this day and age, and that's fine, but this is for simple math and simple example. Okay. I firmly like to recommend the 60-40 rule to a lot of people. It allows you to still have a pretty decent foot in the water. It allows you to put a lot of your body in the water in a sense, right? So you got 40% of whatever brokerage, whatever cash you put in there, that 40% is going to be straight up into stocks. The other 60% stays in your brokerage account. So remember, you put $10 in there, all right, you're going to use $4 of that towards stocks, and you're going to use $6 of that just to sit at $6 of cash, right, in this scenario. So now when your favorite companies that you've already invested in go lower, you could buy as they grow lower, or you can use that extra cash to find better buying opportunities. Look, we're in a volatile time in the market. It's up and down, up and down, up and down. I recommend you play it safe. Too many people get into penny stocks, people get into hype. Don't fall for the hype. Be an intelligent investor, don't be dumb. If you read the news articles, you're always looking for the hot stock of the get-rich-quick scheme. Look, there's a possibility you could be right and get lucky. That's totally great. But there's also the possibility you could be what's called a bag holder. It means you just kind of, you basically are left holding 
an overvalued asset. You don't want to hold. You don't want to hold an overvalued asset. This is why I tell everybody, uh, don't get into penny stocks. If anything, if you're ballsy enough, bet against them by at least getting a put option. I don't recommend shorting penny stocks these days. There's a, it's a little bit dangerous to do so because you never know which ones will pop like crazy. So you got to be kind of careful. Um, but yeah, I'm not a penny stock guy. I mean, I've bet against plenty of penny stocks and I've come out pretty well on top, but there have also been times where I could have came out on the bottom. I mean, I researched the companies really well. I find the shittiest companies I can and I bet against them because, well, why not? Um, I already know they're a shit show, so I might as well bet against them. But, but keep in mind, the best way to invest is the simplest way. It's to keep cash on hand to use for additional buying opportunities. You don't want to spend all the money you put in your brokerage account. I'm serious. You want to just like put, if, if all you had is 100, simple math. All you have is 100, okay, you put the 100 right now in your brokerage account, you're going to put $40 of that 100 into some store of stocks, the best stocks you can, the best companies you can, the Coca-Colas, the 3Ms. I know stocks are not that cheap, by the way. So, you, so it's always a good idea to put a sizable amount of money in your brokerage account. You don't have to put a butt ton. Honestly, in today's age, there's no commission fees, so you can actually get away with buying a single share today. Totally fine. <laughs> so... Take your time. The markets are volatile. Look for good companies at decent discounts. And if you need a measuring stick to measure valuation, just remember, always look for the magical PE ratio. But not just that, you wanna make sure you do your homework. Make sure this is actually a good company, well-established, a behemoth, and I always say Coca-Cola is your primary example. Um, it's not a bad idea to go for banks. Banks usually end up winning in the end. They usually have a pulse, a gauge on the economy way better than the average person does. Um, for the most part, banks have been known to get things wrong, just to let you guys know. But it's still good to invest in major banks. So just be intelligent, be smart about this. And, you know, you don't have to go crazy. Um, I built my portfolio up over time. That's basically all I did. I was just really intelligent with money. I just stayed the course. Uh, but basically, if you, one thing, if you treat buy, investing in companies the same way you treat buying real estate, you'll be fine. Because when you're in the real estate market and you're looking to buy a home, do you freak out when all the homes go to, to a lower value? No. Maybe if you're trying to sell your home, that's a different story. But when you're buying, it's a buyer's market when all the prices go down, right? But the stock market's so funny because when you look at the stock market, it's the only market where nobody thinks like that. People think if the markets are down, it's terrible. It, 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 no, not a lot of people. It's popular sentiment to freak out and sell off what you have when everybody else is. It, the thing is, you can win in the market if you don't have the same monkey see, monkey do attitude everybody else does. You just got to find the best companies. You got to see when everybody's freaking out. That's the best time to get in, by the way. You want to get in when everybody's chaotic. You want to get in when everybody's freaking the shit out. And I do recommend that if you want to stay the course and get paid to hold the companies while they're going down, you want to get the dividend paying companies. Basically companies, it's like rent. I always tell people, think of, um, think of buying a stock with a dividend. You're buying the asset, right? You buy it, you hold it, that's great. And then you get a dividend like, once every quarter, which is basically once every three months. There are some stocks that actually pay you a monthly dividend, which is great. 
and um, usually find ones that have growing dividends over time. It's just smart. It's just a smart way to play. I tell everybody, take if you're going to invest, don't do a 401k. There are too many hidden fees most of the time. Uh, Roth IRA might be a good idea for most people, though. Um, but I will say this, though. If you're looking to really, really play it safe, you're, it's not entirely a bad idea either to go with a simple index fund. Index funds allow you some interesting opportunities, and I, I gotta, I gotta say this right now. So the reason I'm all about the index fund life is basically like S and P 500 index funds, uh, the Nasdaq 100 index funds. You basically by buying one of these funds, even just a share, you're gaining exposure to the best 500 companies to the S&P 500 if you get if you like get the VOO or the SPY or if you get the uh, NASDAQ 100 one, the QQQ, you're basically gaining exposure to the best companies. So I say this, if you don't wanna do that much homework but you wanna have a diversified portfolio without having to go and seek out every single, you know what I mean, every single company and you wanna make your life uh, very easy, well then all you'd have to do at this point would be simply just go <laughs> just go out and get an S&P 500 index fund and but 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 slowly you don't have to invest all at once um if you do decide to get an S&P 500 just start out with one share of it right um and also you can do fractional shares just as a heads up to everybody there's no shame in doing a fractional share either just as a heads up because a fractional share will give you the opportunity to still be in the game without having to be out of it you know you can own in today's age it's crazy you can own 10 percent of an s p 500 index fund just 10 percent of a single share and uh so fractional shares gives a lot of people advantages too so keep in mind you could do stuff like fractional shares through like a brokerage like Robinhood. i believe weeble does fractional shares i just know Robinhood's one of the main ones that everybody talks about i have so many brokerage accounts that would blow people's minds I purposely like to keep all my strategies um, separated. Um, best way to do it is just to keep them separated, to be quite frank. It allows you to compartmentalize things a lot better. Um, yeah, it's just, it's fun. It's fun. So I just want to keep everybody in the loop. Uh, just want to keep you all thinking and investing properly and just being intelligent. I have faith in a lot of everybody. You know, I think um, just don't underestimate yourself. And honestly, just take a buy and hold mentality. And don't invest all your money at once. Take it day by day, day by day. It's all you got to do. The market's volatile enough to where you're going to have a lot of buying opportunities. And remember, you want to buy great companies on the dip. It's not you want to play for the long term. If you play for the short term, you're just going to lose. That's a. I mean, look. Sometimes people get lucky. I'm not going to lie. But the chances of you being the one who's the lucky person and picking the right penny stock or picking the right whatever, I mean, look, I'm more power to you if you are. And if you're willing to take that risk, if you're young enough, I say go for it. But I didn't get my money playing it playing it recklessly. I, I got mine through compounded interest. Uh, I got mine just playing it intelligently. And now I get to do this show. I get to work the job of my dreams. Uh you know, doing this show and working the job. It's just like, there's a lot of stuff that happens. Um, no, but I, I, so I just kind of, I want to say this though. 
index funds the simplest and easiest way to go to digital actuality so uh, but that'll do it for this episode i just want to thank everybody for taking the time to review this and we'll on to the next episode